Bones and Grills and Heels with your hosts, Trissy Lynn and Rebecca Sky. Each week, we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your pants. This podcast is for them. Hey y'all, this is Rebecca Sky. And this is Trissy Lynn. Welcome to Grills and Heels. This is a place where we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. You are in for a treat this week. We're going to talk about part two of dating. What the fuck Atlanta? On this episode, <laughs> that's what we will cover. So yes. just get prepared. The last episode, we touched bases when it comes to dating as a team sport, knowing your worth, winding up in a relationship or winding up in a situationship. Situation. Situationship. Mm-hmm. With somebody who's already in a committed relationship, uh, dating after divorce, relationship pussy, timing when fuck boys took a whole segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> pop ups, you know, pop ups are when they ghost for a couple while and they pop back up in your DMs or whatever the case may be. And the art of the chase. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important with everything we talked about on our last episode. That last time it was super raw, super real. We just kind of talked about all kind of different subjects all over the place. But this week we really want to kind of focus in and hone in a little bit about, okay, we talked about dating. Now let's talk a little bit about the whole relationship aspect of it. What we're doing, what that looks like. Okay, sorry. What we're doing, what uh, what relationships are like after we've gone through all of that. Still some crazy shit out there. But really talking about the aspect of what it looks like to actually date in Atlanta. Like, So mm-hmm. I, I, I can start this off. So after I got out of my relationship well, after my marriage uh, you know we were separated for three years we had three three years you know I was still in that wing and a prayer that um we might be able to savage our marriage nope didn't happen whatever case may be so it took me long to get my foot back in that dating pool but when I did times had changed so you were no longer meeting someone on the streets you were no longer being hooked up by your friends who knew somebody who you and that person may click together that wasn't happening it was all about dating apps and the oh. after can find my first app that i that i was introduced to was pof which to me pof stands for plenty of fish but i think it stands for plenty of friends in prison let me tell hey, you let no me t- <laughs> wait <laughs> i didn't know that plenty of fr- friends in, in prison. prison there are so many people on pof or so many men excuse me take that back so many men on pof who clearly are in prison. Stop. Clearly. Then the pictures, it. they have that whole, that, that beige outfit on. Stop. All of them have that beige outfit and them, no. them flip flops. No, not flip flops. Or you can see in the background one of their pictures where it definitely looks like a metal bunk bed with sheets hanging from them. No. So you know that's prison. <laughs> fuck plenty of fish. You know, fuck POF. They're crazy. Them people are fucking crazy. I dated some people from that site and it fucking scared me. Well, you know what's funny about that? I actually know a couple met on plenty of fish and got married. So it's always funny to me when people say that I was never on plenty of fish my ex-husband actually used to be that used to be where he met his women his prey was on plenty of fish ew ew gross the thought that you might have ran across him and he wasn't in prison he just was an idiot anyway (laughs) with the lame dick but anyway so let's talk about the other day 
plenty of fish. You got Tinder. You know, my friend, she used Tinder quite heavily. Let's just call her Emily. Emily used Tinder quite heavily. And um, when it comes to how she would hook up with people, I always thought based on her that Tinder was only for hooking up for sex. Well, like, I, yeah. was, was it just for sex? This whole swipe left, swipe right? Because I went to it. I'm thinking, mm, I don't want to fuck right now. So I don't really want to be on Tinder. So it wasn't okay. an app for me. But she met so many people on Tinder. Some people she went out on dates with. Some people were just fucking. I, I don't fucking know. But I always I always associated Tinder with fucking. You know what's funny about all that swipe left, swipe right shit? Like, I've never actually seen Tinder in action. I just have heard about Tinder and Bumble and places like that. I've never seen them. I have like a super funny story about a dating app that I did. This was like probably like a year and a half before I got married. Uh, my sister was like married and she really wanted me to get out there, get out there, get out there. So she was like, I think you should go to Christian Mingle because I know there's some good Christian men on Christian Mingle. <laughs> Shitting me. Okay? <laughs> Let me go with shitting me. Because I got a Christian mingle. Like, she was like, I'm going to pay for it and everything. So I'm like, okay, just leave me alone. I'll do it. So I met this dude from a profile. And I was like, okay, this dude is like the version of me. Like, at the time, I was heavily into, like, country music and, like, traveling and all this. And it was like, I met the, like, male version of me. And, like, he really loved God and I really loved God and we were gonna come together and pray and listen to country music and it was amazing okay amazing so we his dad had died like my like everything was like in the line and so we met on um, Christian Mingo. We ended up talking and then like he ghosted me for like three days. And I was like, oh, well, shit, I guess everybody's crazy. So then he ended up was like, oh, my brother's in jail. It's shit, some story. I told you there's always a good story or sometimes not. And he was like, well, let meet me for coffee. We met, we chit chatted, whatever. We had a great time. Like I was like, oh my God, this is it. He's amazing. Y'all, it was bullshit. Like within like a month, he was trying to get in my pants. And it was just like he was wanting to fuck. He wanted to fuck on Christian Mingle. So <laughs> let me explain to you. I don't give a shit if it's eHarmony, Christian Mingle. Folks is out here trying to fuck. So just be smart about it. And if you wanna, you know, have sex, just do your thing. But just be smart and don't assume because you met them on a Christian app or a relationship app that they're not about getting in that um in that in those draws. They want a ticket to the happy show. Okay, don't forget that they want to take it to the happy show. And if you want to give out tickets to the happy show, and that's fine. But don't be out here thinking, oh, he's on Christian Mingle. He's going to pray. He's going to pray and then get your pussy. And I, that's what <laughs> You gonna pray about his status. His status was what Jesus in the Jesus in the streets, Satan in the sheets. I love it. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was his status. Like if I'm being honest, like I did have sex with him, and it wasn't bad. It was really, really? I did. Well, the thing about him, ghosted on you. Well, he didn't really ghost me. Like it was like we had just met, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Just he ghosted on you. I mean, now, yeah, now it's ghosted. But like it wasn't like I was hitting him up. Like we hadn't established a real relationship. Oh, okay. So maybe ghosting has to be established once we have like a relationship and like a a basic like this is how we communicate type of thing. But yeah, no, it was so funny. But yeah, I'll never forget that. And what ended up happening was no lie in these streets. I saw the dude 
after I got married because he was fr- his cousin was best friends with my ex-husband. So talk about a small world of Atlanta. That's the Atlanta shit. Atlanta is like a big city that's really like a small town. Like I don't know how it happens, but somehow somebody over here knows this person over there. And it's crazy and it's creepy and I hate it. But yes, I ended up I ended up getting like basically played off of uh Christian Mingle. I mean it ended up being okay because I didn't care that much, but it was hilarious because I thought, oh my God, he loves God and he prays and you know, we went to <laughs> dinner and it was like, put bow your heads, let me hold your hand. And I'm like, yes, Jesus, this <laughs> is it. It was all of that, y'all. It wasn't it. Like, he was a cool dude, but, like, it was total bullshit. Like, it was the same bullshit. So, you're talking about, so, Christian Mingle dating. What about dating older men? Listen. Let me tell you. I got a story about that. Please, because I got ill. So, (laughs) I got ill. All right. So, again, off the market for a while, going back in these little dating apps, getting introduced to all these people and there was this came across this profile and it looks like I thought maybe again I'm trying to date outside my box I'm trying to date something different than what I think because I was down with the fuck I want because I picked the wrong dude and I fucking married the wrong dude mm-hmm. so I thought I'm gonna date something different so let's go for older men okay right? I'm not talking about like older he's older by like two or three years no 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 we were we were like over a decade Okay. Yeah, he was over a decade older than me. Okay, I like it. Less than two decades. Well, oh, over a oh, decade. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Did I scare you a little bit? Just a little bit. He graduated in probably the 70s or the 80s. Okay, I, okay, I, I, I feel a little judged. I'm not judging. I swear I to God, there's judged. no judgment. I have no judgment. I have no judgment. I have no judgment. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. She feels judged. I'm not judging her. I'm just like, You'll know why in a second. Go ahead. So, he was older in age. I like it. But I thought maybe the older men are more mature. They know what they want. They know what they need because it was a wine and dine. It was, oh, I'll buy you flowers. I'm taking you out. Remember in the last episode I said women want to be catered to and they want you to understand what they need, and you to provide it in a way that they don't have to think about it. Like yeah. him saying, I pick you up at seven, uh, but he picks up at seven, he's bringing flowers, he's bringing a little, like, memento gift, not like candy, like a little trinket box or whatever, some other yeah. shit. I forgot, I fucking forgot, whatever. But I thought, oh, this is that old school shit. Yeah, this is what I'm used courting. to. He was courting. But it was the older dude. He was also a fuck nigga. Oh. I know. Oh, oh, it's a shame, right? Because mm-hmm. they don't, like we said before, fuck niggas don't really um, age out the system. They don't. What's that? What's that? Age What's, out the system? Shut up. I love it. <laughs> they, they still are going to still be fuck niggas. I agree. Fuck boys. So he had, I had a different experience when I it all comes to say, I had a different experience dating older dudes. Yeah, it was fine. It was that thinking outside the box, doing what do. But as soon, soon as he would like touch me and go for a hug, I was like, ew. <laughs> the whole point is, oh, sugar daddies are so nice. The idea of a sugar daddy is nice. The idea <laughs> of getting wine and dine by an older man is nice. But then they want to touch you. And you like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, hey, 
hashtag old balls. <laughs> ew, ew. I don't know if you've seen the movie Big Daddy, but <laughs> she, Adam Sandler's always like, he wants to touch it with his old balls. Like, I feel that in the cinema also. When I tell y'all, since I have been 20, probably about 21, I have never dated anybody older than me. Not my fault. Like, I guess older dudes don't really, you know, fuck with me like that. But it's always been younger dudes. So the idea of a dude like six years older than me makes my stomach turn. It's like fucking gross to me. But don't, didn't Heavenly date older dudes? Okay, so Heavenly, my gorgeous, amazing, beautiful sister. I'm laughing, it's not funny because I, you know, a clown is dumbass nigga. But she thought, okay, I'm going to date a dude who's older and fine and together. But what she found out the hard way was when somebody is older like that and they fine, especially if they fine, they really got a higher sense of themselves than they really should have. They really have that pony to stallion mentality. What I mean about the pony to stallion mentality is Atlanta will have you thinking you a motherfucking stallion when you a baby pony. Okay? <laughs> and so this old ass nigga, and I'm going to call him old ass nigga. This old ass nigga really was like thinking he could do not even better than her because like she's gorgeous. She's in great shape. She's dope. Like, you know, high sex drive. She's great. But the problem was this dude wanted to like mess with her, but mess with other people too. And she was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like that's not even this. But the fact that your old ass be having like arthritic spells to where you can't fucking close your hands and you got the nerve to be in these streets trying to be a player play what bitch play what play what bitch let me tell you something one day when I finally met him because I didn't want to meet him she was dating him and I finally met him all night long, I just kept going in on this. I was like, you know what? You know you too old. You, I don't want. I want. I want you to throw out a hip. And he kept saying, "Oh, with your young ass, with your young ass." I say, "I'm young, and you wish you could get somebody younger than me." But don't be mad, cause I was like, I don't date old ass niggas. And let me tell you, nothing worse than an old man who mad at you, cause you don't. You you think older men are gross. He was like, "Oh, them little boys can't do nothing for you." The fuck they can't. The fuck they can't. Them them niggas always ready. Them niggas are aimed to please. They don't need Viagra. Cause let's be honest. Erectile dysfunction is real for niggas with high blood pressure and all of that. Oh my gosh. Shut uh, so anyway, I'm sorry. I think about shit like that, and maybe I'm wrong. And one day I'm gonna be old. And no, one no, no. day, but 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 you're not wrong. And of course, one day we're gonna, cause we're gonna live to be forever. But that brings yes. to the next topic: cougars. Ooh. We have found ourselves at the age of being cougars, or is it, or is it pumas? Well, how, how do they say this? Like, what's I, the what's the age? I, I like to say cougar in training. <laughs> <laughs> I like Did them you young. Just <laughs> I love something's wrong with you. you something. I don't care what nobody say. I can't tell you why it works, why I don't. When I was younger, in like my super early 30s, dudes younger than me, I'd be like, mm, I can't fool, fool with it. Because I think at the time, I didn't think they had, had enough life experience. Now, let me tell you something. Now, ain't nothing better than about a 31, 30 to 33 year old man. Let me tell you something. They be ready to be with you. 
They be ready to be down for you. They be ready to knock it out the box when you ready. Because I don't care what nobody say. If a man can't break you off four, five times in a session, I'm good on that. Because what most people don't know is women go into their sexual crime around 35 to 38 and stay in there until their mid-40s or, or, or early 40s. Yeah. So you really want somebody in their sexual prime because a 50-year-old nigga might be able to give it to you good once. Oh, my gosh. Ew, gross. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you now. I don't know what to... Let me tell you. I went to my, my sister's birthday party, Heavenly's birthday party, right? We went to Old School Saturday in Atlanta, which is a great experience, good music, this, this, this. So one of the... Oh, the old nigga she was messing with, one of his old ass friends, he saw me early. I wasn't put together. Then I went and got put together. He saw me. And boy, he was shooting his shot. That motherfucker got shot down. Let me tell you something. You 46, boo. I'm 38. At the time, I was getting that good young prime. Okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. This nigga 46? That young prime. 40, 46 is not old. It's Stop not it. old to everybody. Stop I'm it. good on that stuff. Stop it. Stop I'm good it. on that. Stop I'm it. good on that. You know, they have. there is a feline scale when it comes to women. Oh, tell me what it is. I'm excited. So, you have the links. The links are between the ages of 22 to 29. Okay, I've That's been the there. links. Okay. Currently, me and you, we're pumas. Ooh, I like to be a puma. Puma is the ages of 30 through 39. Ooh, I like it. Then you have the next category, which is the cougars. <laughs> the cougars are age 40 to 49. I love it. Then you have the jaguars. Ooh, it's so classy. The jaguars are 50 to 59. Okay. Then you have the Panthers. The Panther is age 60 to 68. And the category that has all to themselves is age 69. They're my pussycats. Okay? They're my pussycats. To be a pussycat at 69, that's Eartha Kent. I bet she was getting all the men. Oh, she was getting good dick. I bet she was I bet she was getting dicked down by a different man every night if she wanted to. And she was straight pussycat. Straight pussycat. Probably even more than that. Cheetahs is the next one. Cheetahs Ooh. are age 70 to 79. I love it. And after after 79, hmm, you got a leopard, which is 80 to 89. Then you got a tiger, which is 90 to 99. I'm sorry, but you 90 to 99 and you still fucking? You a tiger? I don't get that one. I love it. I you think them, let me tell you something. Older people, especially in those like retirement homes, they be getting it in. But they have the highest STD rate too. Exactly. So they giving relationship pussy. <laughs> Look at the relationship. Remember from the last episode? Relationship pussies that brought y'all set. Them old ladies is throwing them hips out, baby. Oh, my gosh. You're making me sweat. Don't I can't sweat. deal with Please you. Oh, take my shirt off. Okay. <laughs> Getting freaky, baby. No, I'm just kidding. But that's the feline scale. So we are pumas. I love that. I love Puma. I love Puma. But honestly, I don't... You know what's crazy about this? And Heavenly talks about this a lot. What she says is people always have something to say when an older woman dates a younger man. But if an older man dates a younger woman, nobody ever really stresses like, what are y'all talking about? Right. What the fuck? No, you don't care about that. But, or or my favorite, my favorite is when men be like, what you got in common with him? What the hell you got in common with uh, a little bit over there? A 20 year 
zero. Exactly. Nothing, R. Kelly. You got nothing in common. <laughs> R. Kelly goes younger than 20. Ew, gross. Anyway, but you know you what I'm talking about that motherfucker. No, I'm not. I re- he refused. I was just saying in reference. I don't think he deserves it. Anyway, but I'm just going to say that there's a definite double standard with dating somebody far younger than you. But I say, honestly, do what makes you happy. If somebody in 25, 26 is blowing your mind, do it. If you know you 40, do it. Like I said, my love, my sweetheart is younger than me. And honestly, at the end of the day, where I am in my life is I just want to be around and share my energy and my time with somebody who's genuinely good to me. So I don't give a shit. He's younger. I'm older. I don't look that old. And I'm good with it. So y'all can keep them old men over there. I'm taking it. I'm gonna take it over here with this good young man. I'm good. <laughs> Damn, I hate old men. Ugh. Why are you still talking about old men? Because it makes me like ew. But like, you can't. Don't knock somebody and do it. Because again, I'm not knocking nobody to do it. I said me. Okay. Me. I just don't want to see your old balls. Me. Oh my god! Stop talking about old balls. I mean, now, now, never fucked an older dude. Ew. Never. I, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. Cause if you touch me, I'm like, ew. Stop it. Don't. Touch what me. if he's like super fine? Would you fuck him? No, I just can't. Like, no, okay, like fifty. But he's fine as hell. Why are you asking me these questions? I mean, it's important. <laughs> I don't know. When I'm fifty, I plan on being. I plan on fucking. So fifty years. <laughs> I put a fucking a fifty year old at fifty years. Ew. Okay. All because right. You want to fuck a forty year old at fifty? Don't hate it. Dude. Don't hate it on me. Maybe like a forty two year old. <laughs> 43, 42, 43, yeah. You're right. I, I just, I don't know what it is in me that I've never, I've never really been attracted to that. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's not my thing. But you know what? If you like the old men, and I know some girls that like the old dick, do it, girl. Do it. Shit, I ain't, I have zero, zero judgment in my heart. This is a zero judgment zone. Okay. So, after the dating in your, because we talked about dating after divorce, but it's really dating in your 30s. And, and then, on top of dating in your 30s, you stuck in dating in Atlanta, the fucking city of download motherfuckers. Like, there's there's a case of the downloads everywhere. You have men who don't want to admit they like other men. Again, this is still Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, you don't got a lot of kick it. There are some women who don't fucking care. Yeah, they like everything. They like it. Oh, so you fuck men? Okay, okay. So why don't we have a threesome? Why don't we do some shit like that? That's not my cup of tea, personally. Mm-mm. But there's women out there. My whole point doing this whole dating scenario is just don't lie. Mm. Be honest. Because if you're honest with somebody, especially if you're dating somebody, you give them the opportunity to decide what they want to do to you or do with you. Yeah. You know, say be honest as possible now i am i think i'm brutally honest sometimes but i can't help it because i want you to be honest with me brutally i want you to <laughs> be brutally honest with me. i do if i'm fucking up tell me i'm fucking up because like i would i would tell like i was talking i would talk to the bear and i would tell the bear just tell me because if you don't tell me Whatever I'm doing to piss you off, whatever I'm doing to make you mad, I'm fucking up on. It's gonna happen again. Yeah, so that's true. tell me what I'm I'm doing wrong so I can fix it. You're taking it away, and you're making yourself even angrier about shit that's in your control. 
Yeah. Because it's you. If I'm irritating you by saying this, tell me, hey, hey, babe, can you please stop saying that? It's so irritating. You know? That hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? She's such a thug. Anyway. (laughs) This one's such a thug. (laughs) But it's just, um, in all honesty, just be honest with the person. I mean, no matter what your financial situation is, no matter what your living situation is, you know, your job situation, just be honest. Because if you're not honest, it's going to end terribly. And it's going to end. Yeah. Because you can't hold a lie so long. What they, the old saying, everything done in the dark will eventually come to light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Just don't. And because of this dating scene here in Atlanta is so fucked up, you never know who knows who. Mm. You know, you might... You never know who you might run into. You could be out on a date and run into the fucking the, the person that you trying to avoid. You know, the person yeah. that you dating too. You just don't you just don't know. And now that everybody's everybody's cousin in Atlanta, Ugh. you down to mess around with your cousin. That's hilarious. Wait a minute, I said that wrong. You mess around with somebody's cousin. I was about to say, <laughs> you, you don't know your own cousin? Hey, I'm so confused. Okay, I gotta tell y'all something. This girl is crazy. Something that uh, too much wine. Something that I learned after um, marriage that I've started having. You start having to figure out what's like the most important thing to you, and what really came to me, and it's something that I really I focus on it so much. Loyalty over everything. Like. Let me tell you about loyalty. People talk about, okay, what's the most important characteristic when you're dating this and this? And I can't talk about anybody's experience, but I know if you've been through some shit, whether it's cheating or abuse or this or that, when you get back out there, I think the number one thing in life should be loyalty. Because if a person is loyal to you, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing anyone can to get them to betray you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so serious because people lie so much about what they have and who they are and try to hype themselves up. But really, at the end of the day, baby boo, <laughs> if you're loyal to me, you're going to see the best part of your life really flourish because I'm going to be loyal to you. If you're disloyal to me, you can kick every rock you can find because I'm out. Because what I'm not going to do is be lied to, be mis- misled, uh, you know, Treat it like crap. Because if I'm loyal to you, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to not, you know, cheat on you. I'm going to not hit you. I'm going to always build you up. Right. You know what? I think that's a big thing when it comes to being in relationships nowadays. I think we have been... Both of us, the man and the female relationship, or the girl to girl, the man to man, whatever the case may be. The, your your partner in your relationship, mm-hmm. they've been through their own hurt. Mm-hmm. You've been through your own hurt. Mm-hmm. So y'all both been hurt because that's the society we live in today. You don't want to give that trust to mm-hmm. the next person, but not giving that trust messes you up in a way like self-sabotaging to the fact that you are taken away from yourself. And you're taking away from that person. You're taking away those options. That person can be real with you. Because I think it's all about karma, too. Once you lie and you build that lie up, karma's going to come around and bite you in the ass where you're going to get lied to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Let me tell you, my cousin said something one time, and and she shared it with my, my sister, and she shared it with me. My sister shared it with me, and she said it really helped her. But my cousin said, who has been divorced too, she said, you know what? At this point, you're going to put yourself out there, and you may be hurt, but you're a grown-ass woman, and you'll be okay. Yeah. And I thought, 
damn, that's so real because really you're never going to be out in these streets and really find somebody that you mesh well with or you really get along with or that you really love unless you push yourself out there and are vulnerable and can be able to be hurt. Yeah. And if you don't put yourself out there to even be in a position of where you can even possibly be hurt, that means you're not open up to the possibility of really love. So it's like you're self-sabotaging constantly like, oh, this was wrong with them. Oh, this, this, this. Like you're constantly nitpicking so much about everything, everybody that you're not even giving yourself an opportunity to truly be out there. Because at some point, I think the person you were with still is living in your head, still is fucking up your next life. Yeah. Like, do they get to fuck up your life twice? Are we That's really true. giving them the, the, the space power. and the power to fuck up our lives twice? It was bad enough you fucked up my life when we were together. Now I'm not going to love and trust and try anything new because what if it happens again? You're a fucking grown up. It's okay. If your feelings get hurt, you got plenty of them. Yeah. you got plenty of them you'll be all right but now i feel like you know how to process hurt a lot easier now you know how to be like nope once it happens one time you like nope i'm not fucking i'm not going back to that shit again but are you the possibility of you, you getting hurt is out there you know what you hit the nail you hit the nail on the head mm-hmm. once you know how you've been hurt you know what to expect when you see the signs of being hurt again mm, so you stop good. yourself you stop yourself from doing that and I, I don't think a lot of people realize that they don't give them they don't give themselves time to get to know themselves again before they start back in a dating pool. That's true. They don't give themselves the what did I do wrong or what happened wrong in a relationship? What was all on me? Because the relationship is not always that other person's fault. I agree. It's not. Some you fucked up yourself too. You have to realize how you fucked up Ooh. and Correct your behavior. And before you even even attempt to go to the next person, correct your fucked up shit. I've done that. I had to really realize some shit. And that, that happened when I started meditating too. Because mm-hmm. when you start meditating, you start to become one with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you start to listen to your own thoughts. You start to direct your own thoughts. You have to have that positive mindset and that um, put that positivity out there in, in the universe. Because if you don't, you gonna, whatever you think you become, whatever you put out there, you get. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you want good shit to happen, you gotta give good shit. That's good. So you, I think when you don't give yourself time to mourn that loss like we talked about before and get to find yourself and redefine yourself, you end up making the same mistakes over and over and over again. You know what another piece of that I think people don't do is, you've ever heard the saying, forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. So Mm, it's so healthy to forgive other people. But a big part of the divorce and everything that I had to learn was I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive myself for being in that situation. I had to forgive myself for allowing certain things. But once I forgave him and then I forgave myself, I really walked away from the marriage, like kind of, you know, dusting off my shoulders cleanly because I don't have anything against you. Like I told you, um, maybe first or second episode, I don't I don't wish anything ill towards my ex. I really hope in life he gets the things that he wants. And but I don't care if he does, if he doesn't. If I never talk to him again, I'm not hurt by it. I'm not, it doesn't affect me because I know at the end of the day, it's like I'm moving on and I don't have to wish bad on him. Like, oh, he ain't do me right. So the fuck what? I'm an adult. I've gone through this life. He, you know, he he wasn't the worst person on earth. He didn't kill me. 
You know, it's niggas out here killing folks. Wait, 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 wait. You got a scale from you nice or you kill me? That's no, your no, scale? No, 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 no. It's a lot in between the scale. That's a lot. But you see what I'm saying? At least he didn't kill me. What I'm saying is it can always be worse. It can always be True. worse. True. So I'm saying if you allow yourself to forgive the person, like I could literally sit around my house and be like, fuck this dude. That fuck nigga it was the worst. Like he did this to me. He did that to me. He stole this from me. So yeah. Why? Don't be a woman score. Don't be bitter. Oh my God, be bro. Because I'm going to tell you, you own that dis-ease and it turns into disease in your body and you just be all tumultuous and you stress the hell out and you not shining like let your skin glow yeah glow bitch come on let, let get your edges right get your waves swimming i mean there's a lot of shit you can focus on that has nothing to do about being mad and plus what i learned from this is man being mad takes so much fucking energy i got to wake up in the morning and remember i'm mad that's too much. I got a short attention span. So I'm gonna let it go. I gotta let I gotta let the shit go. You said I got a short attention span. I do. Span. I gotta let the shit go. So I mean, but really I will say that whole forgiveness piece to me is so big because once you not only because a lot of people say, Oh, I forgive him. No, you gotta forgive yourself too. Because I think we hold ourselves accountable for things and we go, Well, I deserve that. That ain't right. That ain't fair. That's not fair to you. Like, you got to give yourself that forgiveness piece to move past it in life. Right. Right. It's some more tips when we when it comes to dating. We can talk about some dating tips mm-hmm. and you should be ready. Mm-hmm. You should be um, for is, first of all, be ready. We talked about this the whole time. Before you start dating, know who you are. Yeah. Know about what you want because you never really know who's out there. You think you know what you want, but you're never really sure. But know... Uh, have a sense of, uh, I think I want this. At least you know you want a nigga with a job. You know, you know, (laughs) at least you know you want that. At least you You know, in Atlanta, it's a lot of artists and I'm air quoting, you can't see it through the podcast. (laughs) Artists. Okay? If a grown ass man tells you he's an artist and he don't have a day job, drop your shit and go. Now, run. 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 Because he probably is good in bed and you're going to get caught up. That devil dick. Devil dick. So just run first. Run. If he an artist, air quote, and you can't see it again, a Rebecca Sky can. Artist. If he's an artist, get the fuck on. Or a party promoter. What's another one, aka not a real job? Artist, party promoter. Um, no, it's not part club promoter. Club promoter. Manager. Oh shit. Manager with no no groups or no nothing to manage. Um, if he's not managing a Walmart, we're good. A Target, we're good. We can get some business. Okay, so you gotta be that. I'm gonna tell you, but besides being ready, man, you gotta be open yes be open man you never know it may be the corny white dude it may be this person it may be that just be open because like we said on i think it was the last episode when we talked about with people we thought were the right one and we married the quote-unquote our type and then we flipped around and that shit didn't work out maybe you should open up your type a little bit more yeah maybe in your type when you're 23 and you type when you're 38, 39, them shit shouldn't look the same. Your priorities change. It shouldn't. It better not look the same. Bitch, if your priorities the same, we need a whole separate conversation. Maybe we need to get a call in line. A call? Because, <laughs> bitch, if you like the same shit you like when you was 22, 
We got a whole fucking problem. And now you 40? Bitch, we got a whole fucking problem. So, we talk about being ready when it comes to dating. Know, you know, know, know yourself. Know what you want. Yeah. Just point blank period. Be ready to date. Because the last thing you need to do is fuck up the next man, a good man, Ooh, a nice for man. the uh, the next woman for him. Yeah. Don't fuck that shit up. Or, and the vice versa, men, if you're not ready to settle down, don't pick a chick who you know is ready to settle down. Yeah, that's selfish shit. Don't fuck up her life because that pussy may be good. Let that pussy be good for the nigga who wants to marry her and wife her or who wants to commit to her. Because it's not all about marriage. It's not. I don't think marriage should be the end game for everybody. It's not the end game for everybody. So it's whatever it is. But don't fuck it up for the next person. But that comes to the old point we talked about before, being honest. Yeah. Be honest out there and say, you know what? I'm just here. I'm just here to hit it. That's 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 fucking it. It's fucking it's fucking it. And what if she say like, I really digging you. I really like you. Then at that point, be a grown ass man or be a grown ass woman and get the fuck on because you know that ain't what you want. So get the fuck on and leave that leave that person before you damage them for the next person before you fuck them up and now you they baggage. Yeah. You don't mother. I don't want to be nobody's fucking baggage. Nobody. You got your own baggage. But that brings the next thing. You know, when I, after I was ready, and I thought I was ready to go out and start dating again, because I did this dating thing on and off. Like I would get on the app. I would say, Ooh, yes, I like this person. I would type the picture. We would talk on the, um, the little messenger, like mm-hmm. through the little messenger part of the app. Mm-hmm. And we would go out on a date. Cause I went on, I went on several dates and I can tell, I went on a date with this motherfucker. Let me tell you this. I just remember this. This, this oh, is Lord. in my heart. This in her whole heart. This man took me, first of all, took me to Applebee's. Ain't nothing wrong with Applebee's. Love me some good Applebee's. It's, 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 love me some good Applebee's. Two for twin. But, but he literally sat there and talked about his ex the whole time. Oh, how no. much his ex hurt him. No, I'm good. Why are you on this date with me and your ex? Because that nigga needed therapy. He needed, you know what? You should have said, brother, let me give you my therapist number. Because <laughs> bitch, it ain't me. <laughs> Bitch, I'm good. Or I came across this man who fucking, we didn't even go out. We just talked on the phone and he was so, women always play games. He had this chip on his shoulder about women. I had to ask him, so then why are you on dating apps? If you feel women are all liars, because he said that women are all liars. They're all, if you feel that way, first of all, I need to go back to your mom and get a hug. Because obviously she didn't hug you motherfucking enough. You think all women? All women? I mean, like, hate your mama. He had a chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. about women. I had ran into so many different fucked up men dating that I had to get off the app. Mm. I took a sabbatical from the app. Like, I'd be on the app for like two weeks, go on like a date or two, and then I'd be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I ain't ready to date. Like, I would tell myself this every three months. Every three fucking months, I would try to give it a go again. Let me go on. Let me go on and see who's on a date this time. So, I'll go out on a date. Oh my God, I met this Jamaican and I never had interacted with Jamaican. I heard about Jamaicans. You hear about Jamaicans and Africans, you know? <laughs> so I never been, and I had a Jamaican and I had an African. Let's call him Dikembe. And then I went out with Ranks. Whoa. So, <laughs> that's not stereotypical at all. Go so Shaba was crazy. Yeah. Shaba was really, really like, possessive crazy and it's not like we did anything now i'm saying go on dates don't mean i fucked everybody come no, on now. This, this this is this is unicorn pussy and unicorn pussy can't be getting out to everybody because that's how you end up getting stalkers so but anyway jamaican was already crazy he would like 
text me at all hours, knowing I fucking work. He would want me to drop shit. Oh, I want to see you right now. Come see me. Or can I see you right now? Can you meet me so-and-so? No, motherfucker. I got kids. And it's a fucking Tuesday. What the fuck is wrong with you? No. No. What is up with Tuesdays? No. <laughs> but I, that, that was my goal with that. And then I... <laughs> I met, you know, the uh, you know, Dikembe. Dikembe. And Dikembe was okay, but Dikembe was sort of like, he gave me what I needed was like, oh, you are a queen. Oh, you are so beautiful. Oh my gosh, you are the most gorgeous. Your skin is so pretty. Oh, it's, I can't do an African accent. It's but so it, bad. But he gave, shut the fuck up. But he gave me what I needed to, that confidence. Okay. You know, I dated for that confidence boost, you know, that boost. So every, every man that I encountered did something to my ego. That's probably why I'm savage right now. But anyway, probably. Every, every man did something for my ego. That goes to me. When I first started with the dating apps and I would take breaks, every time I would start doing another date, I would always get scared. Mm. I always get scared because it's the last stupid motherfucker. You know, I had to, to talk myself into going out on dates. Really, because I would make any excuse in the world. Like, we had to meet at 7 o'clock by 6.30, and I wasn't dressed. I wasn't robbed like, fucking shit. Let me call him and say I ain't going. Tell my kids are sick. Tell them something. I had to tell myself, no, bitch. You deserve to get out. It's free food. Go out and go get something to eat. <laughs> the kids will be all right. And I end up having a good time and stuff like that. But I want to tell everybody out there, you will be scared to go dating again. You, it will happen. But you got to convince yourself to go anyway go the fear is normal and it'll go away the fear is rational you know i think the fear of being portrayed being abused or just being played is so much out there in the universe that you really psych yourself out of a good time and and then my thing is okay like everything ain't gotta be so serious like sometimes you just like your friends busy your sister's busy everybody's busy go hang out with somebody they may not be the love of your life but they might be a cool human being and you can kick it with them just stay in a well-lit place with them and don't get in the car (laughs) i know i'm gonna tell you you go on a date in atlanta you better bring your own motherfucking car Yes, I learned. I, you I don't never, know them? I, I never gave anyone my address. Oh, never hell met no. It, no. Like, I, even when it comes to my car, I park different. Don't walk me to my car. I'm cool. Like, no, no. Let's walk I don't to want your you car. to get, see, I'm crazy. I don't want you to get my license plate. Right. I just think people crazy. Girl, I met a, a, a police officer one time. We'll call him the tiger. This dude was like, I don't know what what was about him was off but I never like gave him too much information because I'm like he could clearly like research yeah research me and all of this stuff this is before I got married and I just was always like "Mm, this dude ain't about no business but I feel like he could be petty if he wanted to Mm. and so I was always like real like nah I'm good on that you know what I'm saying and he was another one that popped up a lot but that's neither here nor there but that also tells the next thing that when it comes to dating is always have a positive mind. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You know, this may sound crazy, but many people feel a lot of self-rejection after divorce. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's something wrong with you. So don't let that negative thinking overtake something that could be good. Don't let go around thinking that all men or women are assholes either. That's because your ex was a thunder cunt. You know, don't Don't think that the next person is going to be just like them. Not because... Again, again, they all wasn't raised like that, fool. 
They were raised different. And it could be something very good out there. It could be something very good out there for you. You got to feel like there's something better than what you had. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go around life like, I don't want to be hurt no more. Like, that ain't even reality. Like, you get hurt by your job and your family and all kind of people. Like, why do you, why are you that guarded? Like, you can't be so guarded that things might not happen that you allow things not to happen. You know, you got to be open to what's next, what's different, what's vibing, because you're going to cut yourself off from all of this goodness. You know, hashtag embrace the, the rightness, like embrace somebody being good to you. And if somebody's not good to you, Move the fuck on and move on quickly. Don't be caught up. One of my friends really was dealing with this person on and off and it, it became a running joke like, well, that's they sometime boyfriend. And I used to be like, bro, you are so much better than this. Like, let the shit go. And really, I wouldn't say anything, but they asked me one time, like, what you think? I said, you really want to know what I think? And I read that motherfucker and was like, that dude is not anywhere near what you need or what you want. You going to deal with this, you might have just should have stayed where you was prior to this like let the shit go that person's never going to be better yes. they're never going to treat you the way you want them to you love them because you let them into your heart but that don't mean they're going to be better that's why dating is a team sport because you yes. need your friends to tell you the truth about who you with yes. you know if you ever feel like you have to hide that person you with from your friends or your family no. that's not a good person no, for you no. not at all because I think if you have to hide it it's bullshit yes they're hiding you this bullshit. Yep. It's bullshit. But also this new age dating shit, this internet dating shit and meeting people and being catfish and all this other dumb shit that could be out there. I am a firm believer in you take me out, I take you out. Ooh, balancing dating. Balancing the dating. I had to I had to I had to actually tell somebody this before. Like, I think me and my crew of females, mm-hmm. we are the type of females who take care of our men, not like finances and stuff Hell like that, no. but take care of if you good to me, I'm going to be good to you. Don't know how to be any other way. Yeah. If you take us to the movies, you know, if, if I buy the tickets, you buy the food or vice versa. If you buy the tickets, I buy the food. You know, it, it doesn't always have to be on that man. And it definitely shouldn't always be on no fucking woman, no. but have that sense of balance out there that, you can take care of the situation. It could be like, I think some women are all about take care of me, take care of me. Cause they think it's how it's supposed to be in this society. No, cause I'm, men have a hard time too. Hold on, wait. But then my thing be like, you ain't doing none of the chicks that got taken care of do like you. You can't say on one aspect, treat me like old school and take me out and pay for stuff. And this, this, this. And then on the other aspect, you trying to bitch him out and do this and do that. You can't have it both ways. You can't wear the pants and the skirt. Like you can't do that. So if you want somebody to be good to you and be nice to you and treat you a certain kind of way, should you need to do the same thing? Like my thing is what's wrong with tip for tat dating? And I'm not saying always, and it depends on the man, but sometimes for some men, even if they got it, they make more money than you. The attempt of you trying to pay for them will give them so much like, damn, she's really dope because she not just here for this reason. Because 
Everybody want to feel special. A grown ass man wants to feel special, wants to be taken care of. So at the end of the day, if you do something slight and small as like, babe, let me pay for the movies or hey, I got this new restaurant that I found. Let me take you there. Yeah. Something like that shows effort. And yes, you might spend $50 on dinner. Damn, the dude you spend a time with and nine times out of 10 giving that pussy to ain't worth $50. He didn't bought dinner after dinner after dinner after dinner. He ain't worth $50. But I'm going to tell you this. Talking about that. I remember um, a friend of mine got in a divorce and got back in the dating game in Atlanta. And like every time he was taking chicks out, they wanted to go to Ruth Chris and this, this, this. I said, if you don't take her ass to Starbucks and get to know her. Yes. Get yes. to know that bitch over a 350 coffee. <laughs> Everybody don't deserve to go to the nicest and the dopest. That, but you know, when I was dating, I sort of started feeling bad for some of these men. Because yeah. when I'm sitting there like communicating, first communicating with them, I can, the real ones would be apprehensive and I could tell, like, what's holding you back? They'd be like, well, I'm so used to talking to females and the female automatically telling me how their rent is due. And they need money. I said, females really ask people to pay for their shit the like this? Fuck has Some baggy, bum ass, best bum bitches. That's, that's I, them bum bitches. I can't pull mouth. I can't pull mouth. I, 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 would ha- I can't sit there and say, you know, I, it already sucks asking for help, but you asking for help from a, somebody you don't even fucking know off a date nap? How sad is that? But they out there doing it. They out there, and obviously they getting it done because they doing it to more. I mean, almost every dude I've ever interacted on a dating app will say, "Yeah, I've been hit up for money from some chick." I guess that's the equivalent of getting a dick pics nowadays. Yeah. So the rent request, rent request is like getting a dick pic. Oh shit! <laughs> that that's correlation. Crazy. That's fucked up. That's crazy. It's fucked up. But I, again, we're the type of females that I, my friends are the females who actually will help our men you know that is like you're not gonna always take me out i understand you know you 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 struggle as is you are a fucking man in america and if you're dating black men you're a black man in america and you struggle as is Mm -hmm. let me cater to you sometimes let me make you feel good let me make you feel good because you know as long as you're making me feel like i'm the queen of your world Believe me, you will be the king of every single castle, world, empire, whatever you get, whatever I got. That's dope, bro. That's, I mean, I that, I, I think that's beautiful how you say that because some people don't even understand, like, another thing about you bitches and then lamb, y'all need to learn how to fucking cook. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these girls or these grown-ass women in this thing, but I done met men that be like, you know how to cook. Motherfucker, I'm grown. And I'm the from the is? South. All women in the South should fucking know how to cook. Something. Have a staple dish. Bitch, if you make the bomb spaghetti, you better bake the shit out of that spaghetti and make that shit hum. But, like, these bitches don't know how to make basic shit. I made grits, eggs, and sausage for my for my um, boyfriend. And, and he was just like, babe, this so good. I'm like, bro, this is grits, eggs, and sausage. Like, <laughs> it's cool. Like... <laughs> I get down way harder than this, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but you also been to culinary school. Oh, stop sorry. acting. Sorry. Stop acting. Bad. I can't, stop acting. I can't make a risotto as well. <laughs> hashtag risotto. If you don't stop with this hashtag shit, I'm going to put you in your She throat. always trying to make me stop my hashtag. I don't know why I say that. I just love it. <laughs> I don't really mean the hashtag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But, but that brings up an awesome point that a lot of 
don't know if it's just because of generation altogether. The women are... I, we can go so many different ways in we this, can. this conversation. But the, the young women do not know how to cook because they're so used to, I know how to put on makeup. I can I can beat my face to the gods, but I can't cook a grilled cheese sandwich. Because I can tell you, I cannot beat my face to the gods, but I can fucking make some collard greens, cornbread, some macaroni and cheese. But I can also make it healthy, make a rice pilaf with some sauteed spinach and a nice piece of uh, salmon filet. So whatever we need. And if you're a vegan, baby boy, I guess down with the um, black beans and the uh, quinoa. <laughs> Get on my level. But these, but you know what? The problem is dudes give all this attention to these girls with all this weave and all, and nothing wrong with weave. Nothing this, wrong with no, weave. This, this Instagram oh, IG models. Okay, the IG models. Something. Let me tell you something about them IG girls. God bless y'all babies. Because y'all do a lot. Y'all do a lot. Y'all do a lot of makeup. Y'all do a lot of this. Y'all, y'all do a lot of that. I have a young person in my life that I absolutely adore. She's gorgeous. All of that. She can't cook shit. And she don't clean up. And I'm like, how are you going to be in a relationship with somebody when you nasty and you can't cook? You look good. You 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 pretty, but you ain't got shit and she ain't got no good conversation. So you really ain't got shit going for yourself except for you cute. That's it. She can beat them face to the guys. She wear them good fashion overfits. She she know how to do that hab real cute. Can't cook. Ain't got no conversation. And she don't know how to clean. That ain't no wife. That's something you look at. Leave that bitch on the internet. Leave that bitch on the internet. I'm telling you, leave that bitch on the internet. She ain't going to bring no shit over that is about no business. Leave the bitch on the internet. When it comes to dating, Mm -hmm. um, there's so much that you have to watch out for. Mm. You got to look out for yourself. If you have kids, look out for your kids. Mm. Look out for your home. Mm. Look out for your job. You know, I knew a friend. Let's just call her Kimber. Okay. And Kimber was a crazy girl. She would automatically date these men and just be infatuated with them. She gave her life to these men. She, it, it was so bad at the point where she would she hooked up with this married man. Yes. Okay. And then, she, but she would text the man or she would email the man from her work email. Hmm. She's a teacher. Who? The wife found out. Who? The wife called the principal of the school. Who? And filed charges against the woman no, because the man, the the husband, her boyfriend at the time, said that oh she's just a crazy stalker. So the wife. You know, well, he, she's harassing my husband. Let me find out where this bitch work at. Okay, I'm going to call and have this. I'm going to get your job. But you know, you can only do so much. Because you send in all these nasty emails from your work email. Oh, which is against the law as a teacher. Yes. And then on top of that, it's a married man who has a pissed off wife who now, guess what happens? The police come up to the school. Because now you have harassment charges against Ooh. you. To tell you, okay, we're not going to arrest you right now, but because she wasn't of our um, skin complexion, uh, turn yourself in when you get off work. Because mm, there's a warrant for your arrest. Mm, Don't fuck around with married men. Married men are bad. I'm going to keep saying that. It's, it's, it's very simple. They are off limits and they are bad. Nothing good going to come up out of that, baby girl. That's the true, true double dick mm. is married men mm. but 
Just stay away from them. They just stay, just stay away from there. Because yeah. at the end of the day, most of them are going to self-preserve um, themselves anyway and throw you under the bus. So there's really no point at the end of the day because if you want to be with somebody and want to be in a loving relationship, don't ever think he's going to leave her to come to you because that's just dumb. That's, yeah, that's about as bad, bad as I can say. That's but yeah. So um, we talked about so many things. This was um number two of dating. What the fuck, Atlanta? We touched on all kind of things. Hopefully, at some point, you guys got something out of it. We got something out of it. We're sitting here talking through it, and you know, just a lot of things are coming to you know fruition, and we're just like realizing so many things going back and forth. But we hope you guys really got something out yeah. of it, Rebecca. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to us. Okay. So you just listened to Grills and Hills podcast with your hosts, Tracy Lynn and Rebecca Scott. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Spotify as well. So check us out on next episode when we cover even more creative topics. Thank you for listening to us. But anyway, so if you ever have a man who gives you the blues, Remember to tell that motherfucker to tissues. (laughs) Grab two tissues, bitch.